your being goddess state is always within reach. It's a state of activating the next version of you that's always wanting to show up. It's pivoting out of the imposter syndrome, head on, eyes open, even within the darkness of this major uprising. Welcome to the rise of the Goddess Collective. I am your host, Michelle Julian, your Goddess Guide. Welcome to Rise of the Goddess Collective. I am your host, Michelle Julian, your Goddess Guide your facilitator, your magic, your magic woman, right? It's all about taking your wisdom, your magic, and sharing it with the world. Because our souls are here to evolve and be helpful. So I am so excited. Today, we have a special guest who I am so excited to introduce. Her name is Christy Avis. And Christy and I, we met about three or four years ago in a mastermind because that's what goddesses do. We are always working on our own evolution, evolving, So we can be that beacon, be that lighthouse for others. First, always for ourselves, because self-healing is really important in order to step into that role of being a coach that understands their healing needs to come first. And that way they're showing up in alignment with not only their message, but their own process of their goddesshood activation. So Christy, I am so honored that you're here at Rise of the Goddess podcast because you are one of my favorite, favorite coaches. I've signed up for some of your human design amazing juiciness. And I just signed up for another juicy, how to learn how to read human design for people and how you have totally like turned everything upside down with human design. I mean, you are totally the trailblazer for human design. This is the way I see you. And so I I'm so honored for you to be here, and I just want you to share your innovation and pivot of being in online in a different capacity and how you evolved into this super powerful goddess, human design queen. Oh, I'm so excited. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to talk to you guys about this today. I'm Christy Avis. And 
yeah, it's been such a process and evolution. And Michelle's been here watching this whole evolution because we've known each other for such a long time. And human design is something that I truly believe finds us. We don't find it. It is something that seeks us out to take us into our next level, to take us on alignment or on our path of evolution. And it really is this energetic just, it, it's so beautiful. I love human design with all my heart. And it is this energy of like, this is the blueprint of your soul. This is how you're meant to interact with the world. This is how you're meant to feel within your own energy. And it really is this awakening that's happening right now within human design and all these other methodologies, right? Where we are starting to tune into the innate essence within us that knows way beyond what our mind could ever comprehend. And so we're learning to decondition these pieces of us that have played in fear and lack and logic and starting to listen to this wisdom that is within our bodies. And it, it, we are all leading a revolution by embodying our human design and by being the people who are like, I don't need to know where I'm going in logic. I trust that the universe is leading me on the path of least resistance to my desires, which really is what human design tunes you into. So I'm so excited to be here. So excited to be chatting with you guys. And yeah, my, my process has been such an evolution because what I was doing in the beginning of my online business is I was a virtual assistant, right? And I was doing virtual assistant work for women and I was behind the scenes and I really was loving the task oriented vibe of being behind the scenes, supporting these women. And then I saw the women who I was working with and for making 10, 15, $20,000 months. And my sacral was very lit up by it. If you guys don't know, I am a five, one manifesting generator sacral authority. So I was just like, I want to do that too. And I was working in my VA business and I was actually experiencing some burnout. Right. And I was doing a lot, taking on a lot. I didn't have that intuitive knowing within my body of like, what was too much, what was too little, what was a right fit, what wasn't a right fit. And so I went through this process of like, oh, I'm not loving what I'm doing and I don't know what to do. And at that point, human design found me. And it was one of the most beautiful moments because when I found out I was a manifesting generator, I was very just like, everything makes sense. All of a sudden I realized like, I'm meant to pivot. I'm meant to change. I'm not meant to be a VA for forever. And I, my mind really wanted me to stick to that because that's what made logical sense. And so as I listened to this piece of me, I started getting human design education and embodying it. I wasn't just intellectualizing it because that's something I'm very passionate about is that people don't intellectualize human design because it won't change your life if it's just a mental concept. It changes your life when you embody it. And I started to embody it. And all of a sudden I moved from working 10, 15 hours a day to four or five hours a day. And all of a sudden I was getting certified and one thing led to another. And now I teach human design and energetics work as a, as a coach, which it's been such a beautiful journey and process. And it has been this, this evolution of letting go rebirth, following my sacral, following my intuition, following my authority, even when my brain and mind are scared because I couldn't have plan this out if I tried within my mind. And now I'm in this deep path of alignment, helping women, coaching women, helping them embody their designs and make a lot more money and just live lives of freedom and intuition. It's so, so beautiful. Yes. I mean, intuition is, I think, kind of, is a term that people use a lot. Mm -hmm. And what I feel like you do with 
human design is you personalize the experience because you have actually gone through the evolution of strengthening your intuition that this is the next step for you to really truly sink in to something that just feels like in your gut, right? You're listening to the gut. And when I think we do this, it can be uncomfortable initially just because we're not programmed this yep. way. Oh, a hundred percent. So my question to you is, how did you unprogram, <laughs> unlearn, as many entrepreneurs talk about, you need to unlearn, you need to unbecome before you become with your intuition, especially, especially being so visible online. I feel like that is something that online entrepreneurs just are afraid to communicate this even when they're in this evolution. Totally. A hundred percent. And what I will say is like intuition is such a buzzword online. And some of us can feel very disconnected from the way intuition works for other people and go into a space of my intuition's different. That's something that I really realized is I really put other, other people who are communicating with their guides and their angels on pedestals, whereas my intuition works from my sacral, right? And so really honoring that all of our different intuition styles work differently within our authority means that all of us are going to be communicating differently with that known source within us guiding us. And so really giving yourself permission to follow those nudges and understand that that is intuition. Intuition gets to look different for all of us. And when it comes to actually starting to follow that and moving from the paradigm of working within your mind and working within logic and starting to trust the body's intuition and trust that you're guided and trust that you're held and trust that there's this path of least resistance continuously unfolding before you, whereas your mind really wants to protect you, it is such a process of deconditioning. And if you guys have heard of the world of human design, you've probably heard about deconditioning before. And it feels like this abstract concept of like, okay, I get that I'm supposed to move from the paradigm of logic and my mind to trusting my body. Even if you're a reflector, you're still trusting your body, right? Even if you're a mental projector, you're still trusting your body. No matter what human design type and strategy and authority you are, all of those pieces, those are body led. And so what we really want to do is we want to understand and break down the concept of deconditioning because it really is something that seems difficult, but it's so, so simple and so, so easy. And so within different human design types, obviously there's different things to decondition, but the main purpose of this is to start to understand that the mind is not sound guidance and that the mind is actually meant to be a passenger. And so when we're in our minds and we're trying to think of the things and protect ourselves from the future and come up with every possible outcome and find step A, B, C, D, and plan out this logical path, we're actually closed off to the innate guidance that the universe is always giving all of us. That's something I want to reiterate is like, you're always getting guidance from the universe, like always. 
But when we're in this space of logic, we're not open to receiving that because we have put on the blinders to what the universe is trying to give us. And we've gone, this is the path I'm following. So the process of deconditioning is really starting to understand where you're moving out of lack, where you're moving out of fear, where you're moving out of not trusting and not being present within your body. And it's interesting because deconditioning really is this process of awareness. And so it gets to be so, so simple. We get to just pay attention to, oh, I'm playing in the mind right now. That realization in and of itself starts the process of deconditioning. It isn't this like step one, step two, step three, you have to follow this structured path. No, deconditioning is natural because your body is naturally trying to communicate with you. That is your essence. And so deconditioning is just the process of getting rid of the layers that block you from being in touch with your essence because your essence is always there. Right. I love that. The essence is always there. It's so interesting because one of my podcasts that I just did a couple of episodes ago was about becoming the essence of you. And I really feel like we can talk about this because you have done a lot of work with your own evolution of healing because our emotional health is our power, our power. And it's, it's critical for us to honor that because our physical health, it can be deceiving in some ways because you can look a certain way and dress a certain way and feel like you are healthy. But if you haven't looked at your emotional health you haven't done the work because we've all been through some type of obstacle or we could even say trauma. We've all been traumatized. And part of that trauma is going through the pandemic Mm -hmm. and not feeling like we are even in our lives because we had to be restricted in so many ways. If you were an extrovert and you weren't going outdoors and you weren't mingling with people you have been really feeling almost constricted in a way so I think it's important for the audience to know that your emotional health was really your kind of aha uh-huh 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 um I think that was even one of the names of your kind of first programs that you shared with human design, which by the way, everybody got to get that program. It's unbelievable. You have so many, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huhs that you'll be like, okay, I got to keep talking to this Christy Avis person. (laughs) I love it so much. Yeah. And that was so foundational for me is that a lot of us, when we're operating within this space of logic, we have heightened anxiety. We don't have this feeling of being held. We don't have this feeling that everything's going to be okay. Right. And it does take this deep level of trust to start to follow your, your human design and start to follow your strategy and your authority and be within the alignment of your human design type. But something that I noticed is that the more that I embodied these pieces, 
the less anxious I was, the happier I was, the more solid I felt within myself. And so that solidity within my, my emotional health was reflected through my embodiment of my human design, because like, even it it depends on the chart, but with me, I have an undefined head and undefined Ajna that played out with anxiety, right? I have an undefined solar plexus because I'm not an emotional authority that played out with fear of confrontation. And when I was aware of these things, and I was aware that this may be a shadow that can come up within my chart, then when they came up in the, in the future, I was able to be like, oh, deconditioning back to my authority, back to my alignment back to my self theme and really starting to see these moments where I was in my not self theme as not wrong, but guidelines and powerful indicators of, oh, it's time to make a pivot. It's time to make a change. It's time to make an adjustment. But if we're playing in logic, we're not going to be aware of those signals from our body going, Hey, you're feeling frustrated. You're feeling angry or you're feeling bitter or you're, you're feeling disappointed. And then that can stack because we can try to fit ourselves into that logical paradigm. We can start to feel the tension in our body more and more and more. And then all of a sudden it's just like, we are burnt out. We are angry. We feel just disconnected from self. And so it's really this analogy of like, when you start to tune into your human design, your pot's going to boil over less. You're going to start to notice when there's a simmer and make the adjustment there instead of waiting till it's too much. And you're just like disconnected from self, burnt out, feeling just can closed off from your intuition, all of those pieces. So it really is this beautiful practice that leads to you pivoting faster and faster towards what's aligned for you. Unbelievable. So the pivoting can move at a speed as you slowly take that emotional connection to the human design element. Once you figure that out, which Everybody's got to have a human design reading by Christy. I actually haven't even had one yet. So I guess I'll be signed up for that after we end our session here. Um, But yeah, so it's about that knowledge and wisdom that you give yourself space to practice it. And then you slowly can embody it so you can apply it to not only your business online, but in your personal life, which I would love for you to kind of talk about how you actualize your juicy, your juicy human design, self-awareness in your personal life as well, because I think the goddesses would love to hear the process. Absolutely. Absolutely. And yeah, it, it really will depend on which authority you have, but really starting to practice in alignment with your strategy and just having that awareness is part of the process of you starting to embody your design and having these moments where it's just like, I'm going to, I'm going to look at where I'm not following my splenic hits or my sacral authority, or I'm not giving myself time to make decisions as an emotional authority or whatever authority you have really starting to get in touch 
touch with that and practice that throughout the day is going to be really important. And also being aware of what your self and not self themes are within your specific human design type. So for me, I'm a manifesting generator. And so when I started to have an awareness that frustration and anger, because there's that manifestor piece, whenever those were popping up in my reality, that was a really good sign that there was something that needed to pivot. And as I started trusting that more and more, just like Michelle said, I started pivoting quicker and I started maintaining this energy of like, oh, I wasn't even available to go into burnout anymore. I wasn't even available to feel completely frustrated or say yes to things that were no's anymore. Right. And so within that, I was continuing to practice and my practice specifically as a sacral authority really looked like practicing for all of the things I was practicing my yeses and my no's for food. I was practicing my yeses and my no's for what I wanted to wear. I was really in this energy of being aware of where am I at right now? And it doesn't matter what human design type you are or what authority you have checking in with your body and going, where am I at right now? And getting out of the mind just for five minutes, a couple of times a day will reveal so much to you as to where you are playing in your not self theme and start to transition into your self theme. So for me personally, what that really looked like is looking at over the course of this pivot from being a VA into a human design coach and leader within the industry is where am I saying yes to things that are no's? That was the biggest piece of cleanup that I had to do. And I really had to trust that when my sacral said no to a contract, that even though my logical mind was like, but there's money here, I had to trust that the universe was going to provide and that my no created space for aligned yeses, right? So that was part of my process is really looking at that, really being in the practice of it and creating presence within my body throughout the day. So I, I actually knew where I was at. Mm. Yeah. So it's a tuning in of the body, you know, is not, again, it's not really kind of encouraged you know, as, you know, an entrepreneur, as somebody that like, let's just say you're working in like a nine to nine job, you're not encouraged to ask yourself, how do I feel no. today? <laughs> Literally, you are not asking yourself that question. Like they don't even want, I, back in the day, they didn't even want you to leave your desk to get a glass of water or go to the bathroom. So we're just not programmed this way in society. So I think it's so important for people to understand that this is a new thought. And when we have new thought patterns, we need to learn how to practice discernment. And with this new moon energy, which I feel like is so fiery and um, also in some ways, a little bit um, distracting in some ways that I myself needed to keep doing my own questioning of how I felt about the things that I was making commitments to. And after just going through lots of things that I've gone through with your programs, I could feel something was up in my sacrum yeah. and the sacrum, as we know, anybody that knows anything about, you know, chakras and things like that, that's where we learn how to trust 
our own wisdom of making decisions and making money. Mm-hmm. And so when my sacrum was feeling really kind of almost like stuck, I realized what wow, I haven't really spent time working on my own physical body with adjustments that my physical body needed. So it wasn't really an accent that I was making decisions and commitments in an area that felt like it wasn't aligned. Totally. It's about that practice with small little incremental changes of tuning in to that physical body and learning the process, how to do that with discernment. I'm just kind of curious for you because the new moon energy, I feel is super fiery, but I believe it's also a choice, right? It's a choice. We get to make choices and decisions and be discerning on what exactly is the next right thing for this quarter. For us, it's springtime. You know, we could be doing some things outdoors more, or maybe we need to go within and do more meditation and slow down and ask ourselves these questions. I'm curious how that process shows up for you with your practice. Yes. No, this is an excellent question. And this, this can be something where there's a lot of pieces to decondition because that discernment really is about where is this decision coming from? Where is this desire coming from? Is this a true aligned desire that's coming through me and a true pulse that's coming through me following my authority and strategy? Or is it something that's playing out, for example, from pressure from the root center or a feeling of like being stuck in logic, being in the head and Ajna moving from those spaces, right? And so it really is this discernment of, am I moving from my true alignment? And when we're looking at our true alignment, that's not something that plays out in the future or the past. That's something that's playing out now, moment to moment to moment to moment. And for me personally, like as a manifesting generator, I have a million ideas. I have a million things I want to do. I'm like, today I'm going to report cord podcast intros and I'm going to do all kinds of things. And I'm so excited. But what if the pulse of the moment says, Hey, Christy, now it's time to rest. Am I willing to have that discernment of my mind wants to do the things, but right now what's aligned in this moment, the pulse of this moment is telling me that rest is my alignment. I have to trust that because something that I've really realized is that one move in alignment is more powerful than thousands of dormant moves. Dormant moves are moves that are not connected to your strategy and authority. They're not the pull of what is aligned in this moment. So you resting in this moment, if that's what your body is calling you to do is more powerful than you taking the action that you think you should take because logic or you're feeling pressure. Right. And so that's what my process is of really discerning is it's like, is this coming from my body? Is this coming from my authority or is this me trying to pressure myself into doing what I think I should do? Mm, I love that. I love that so much because when you have a strategy, mm-hmm. you're honoring what's true for you in that moment because. We are so programmed the opposite way 
to mm-hmm. not be in the moment, to be thinking about what's next, what's next, what's next, tomorrow, 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 right? Instead of being like, well, what about right now? Like, it's a beautiful day, it's sunny. What do I feel like? Oh, I can't wait to do this interview with Christy. What am I gonna do next? You know, and then you're out of your now. Yeah, a hundred percent. And even with like reflectors who their strategy is waiting a lunar cycle, they're still tuning in moment to moment to moment to see how they're feeling. Right. Even with like emotional authorities, you're still tuning in. Where are you at within your wave? So it's really this just moment to moment practice of where am I playing? Am I playing in my body or am I playing in the past future or my mind? Wow, this is so potent and so, so juicy and critical for people to hear this. They need to know that there's a strategy and you can honor your intuition, your inner goddess wisdom. I I like to use the word goddess because goddess is not meaning that we are perfect. We are evolving. We are being and becoming the essence as you would say, the essence of you, our essence, our soul is here on this planet earth for a purpose. And I feel like you figured that out. You figured that out going from, you know, doing the virtual assistant program Mm -hmm. strategies and, and learning how to like build your business that way. And by the way, amazing She did an amazing job. I think I even signed up for a couple of sessions for that too. So it's now here, human design is your delicious place to live. And I would love for you to share with the audience, like how they can work with you because you have a lot of different ways that you love to share your wisdom by respecting your own wisdom and your own knowledge and getting paid what it's worth, because that's been a big thing about online, like, you know, pricing and how we charge for things. And are we charging like for the hour or are we charging for the transformation or is it a little of both? Let's talk about that, like how your evolution came to this awareness of how you provide your services. Yeah. So a huge piece, something that can really interrupt our ability to price and charge for our services is playing in the mind and playing in that space of like what seems logical. And so something that I'm always tuning into is what is my authority saying what feels juicy and expansive for me and what feels no brainer for my audience. And that really did come with a lot of self-work of like me understanding that I wasn't going to find validation in my audience. I was going to have to first find that validation within myself and own my power as a coach, own my power as a human being, own that what I do is very transformational. And from that space, I was able to confidently tune into my authority and say, this price feels juicy and expansive for me. 
and also so no brainer for my people, you can't tune into the no brainerness of what your offer is for other people. If you don't believe in yourself, if you're not in a space of really, really confidently being embodied in your work, right? Because when we're embodied in our own work, we believe in the transformation. And so that's kind of that foundational piece of like, am I being the embodiment of my work? And from that space, I'm confident to charge beautiful rates that serve both me and my clients. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And so, you know, for people to find out about how they can work with you, get to know you, we've all done this as online preneurs. We typically will have like a free Facebook group so people can kind of like see, oh, these are the people that she kind of communicates with. And this is how you communicate and, and showing people how you communicate. I love how you talk about setting up boundaries and how you needed to evolve and learn how to set boundaries. Because I think women aren't actually in general taught how to have boundaries around not only their personal lives, but with their businesses too. So you've got your free Facebook group. And then if they want you know, that real understanding, that real learning process of how you coach somebody through human design, then you have your paid programs too, which usually have the component of a Facebook group, but they're all people that have paid to get that level of human design instruction. So what, what would you say for a newbie coming into your world, this listening, how they can get a hold of you. What's the best way for them to get yeah. a hold of you? Oh, I love this. So the best way, I love both my free Facebook group and my Instagram. If you keep up with me on my stories on Instagram, I do free Voxer transmissions often where you can tune in for 10 minutes and listen to something that I've channeled on Voxer. And that's a really good way for you to start to get into this energy of like, embodying your human design and embodying different levels of energetics and my free Facebook group. It's called Aligned Ascension for Spiritual Entrepreneurs. And it is incredible. If you check out the guides section within that group, there are trainings for human design, energetics, embodiment of your strategy and your authority, profile lines. It's all such good information that will really start to get you into a space of not just intellectualizing this and being like, oh, that's a cool concept but actually get into a state of embodiment, right? And so those are my favorite places to play. So if you want to come play in my world, definitely check out my Instagram and my Facebook group. Yes, yes. And as I said, when we were first recording this podcast, I was saying to Christy, I feel like guilty because sometimes I literally feel like she's coaching me in her stories. So you just want to friend her on her profile page because because basically she shares her ahas with her clients and and for herself like what's going on with her own intuition and how she's tuning in, tapping in to what it is that her energetic field is telling her to do and sharing those ahas, you yourself learn something. So you're always learning when Christy's talking. Oh, I love that. Thank you so much. Yeah. I really, I really think that it's time for Oprah 
to start interviewing you and get like the whole world out there to say, hey, Christy Avis is the game changer of human design, you know? Manifesting um, that for sure. Yeah, definitely. Well, I just put that out to the universe, so it's probably going to happen. Um, so just get ready. No worries. I love it so much. Yes. So what I'd love for you to do is just kind of, you know, share one thing yourself that you love to do first thing in the morning before you start tuning in to your energetic field of awareness of knowing. A hundred percent. So yeah, I'd say the morning is the most important time for me to set my energetic standard for the day. So I have really, really strict rules and standards around. I'm not checking my phone first thing in the morning. I'm not in Voxer coaching my clients. I'm not getting to the day. I am sitting in my bed, listening to Abraham Hicks, going over all of the things that I am thankful for, because that puts me in such a solid state energy to be in tune with my body. And I'm really intentional about breathing and not going into the space of like my mind going, we got to do this, 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 and this today. Like I take it day by day. And I'm just like, what, what is my body saying? How is my energetic system? Do I need to meditate today? How is, do I need to stretch today and really being in tune with my body? Because my body is my guidance. So listening to it and what it wants after I listen to Abraham Hicks, I have incredible days. (laughs) I love Abraham Hicks. That is so, so true. You know, it's having that practice of somebody feeling into their own needs and getting fed through their soul and having that practice and discipline to do that because what happens is that's how we slowly have practices become our everyday habits because habits don't like form like overnight. And with this new moon energy, I feel like there's all these ways that we can tap in to this choice of, okay, I'm going to let go of those other habits and these new ones are going to be starting to be implemented because I know it's serving me. And it's just so important for the audience to know how to do this. And you are one of those super goddesses out there that can empower us to do that. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. And what I'd love to ask one last question is, what would you ask, what would you share with the audience? Basically, if they were just starting out with human design, what would you say to them? What was the first thing you'd say to them? Uh, that human design is magic. It's the blueprint of your soul and always start with strategy and authority. You can go so deep with human design, but until you embody the basics, it will not change your life. So you can go into your incarnation cross. You can go into the lines and gates and channels and all of those different pieces, but it will not serve you if you don't understand and know how to embody your strategy and authority. So I would say always start there. Um, I have some incredible content on that within my Facebook group, but that's a good place to start and really 
allow yourself to let this be a practice, right? You are not going to come out of the gate right away and be like, I know everything and I'm in complete alignment. Part of falling into alignment is realizing where there's spaces of misalignment within your life, having a lot of self-compassion for yourself as you switch and change those things, looking at where you're saying yes to no's, looking at where you're playing in logic and just giving yourself permission to gently tap back into your strategy and authority and watch your life change. Love it. Love it. Thank you so much, Christy, for being here this afternoon. And I just want all my audience to know that your activation is our activation. Bye for now. Thank you for being here inside the Goddess Collective. I wanted to let you know that when you come to the Collective, you are receiving free resources that help you with your self-awareness. I created free trainings for you. It's the Julian Method Goddess Activation Group. It's free and it's a face group collective to help you get started with a new way of living. Follow along and witness the power of intentionally living with me and step in to the new realm of self-care for the activated goddess. There are bare bones, basic one-on-one goddess tips and tools. You'll get a three-day consecutive boot camp it's a taster of the Julian Method. I help you get started on your goddess practice. You'll find it at the JulianGoddessCoaching.com. And also, a real special treat, you can receive the Being and Becoming Goddess Oracle Deck. Yes, I birthed this during the pandemic. Super juicy. You'll receive a published deck with a digital deck and also your own goddess activated meditation audio. Juicy, juicy goddess things are in store for you. I am so excited for you and this journey. Have a glorious day. And remember, your activation is my activation. Have a great day.